Welcome to Bygone Geek. Loading another awesome episode in 3, 2, 1, launch. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? There's something very important I forgot to tell you. Come with me if you want to learn. All right, David, I wanted to start this episode a little bit differently because, you know, it's something that I intentionally haven't asked you a lot of questions about because I wanted to talk about it on the pod, but it just warms my old man nostalgic heart. (laughs) Uh, I just, I wanted to ask you about, you know, taking Harper to have her first movie experience. Like how, how did that go? Uh, Seeing it from a fatherly side, as opposed to the kid's side, like we always reminisce in these episodes. Yeah, it was uh, really special. Um, a lot of emotions uh, went into it and and came out of it. You know, I um, took Harper to see Sing Two, one of our movie theaters. Um, you know, we'll play older animated movies, and it's like a lot cheap. That was another thing; it was a lot cheaper. Like our tickets together was less than one ticket for me for a regular oh, movie, wow. like Thor, uh, Love and Thunder or something like that. So I was like, oh, sweet. So if she hates this, or if we end up spending the whole time in the bathroom or in the hallway, I'm only out like $6. So that's that's <laughs> one thing going into it. I was like, okay, well, we'll give this a shot. But So we get there. Here's another thing, guys. So if you're thinking about when they do replay these older movies, I assumed they would play trailers. Mm. No trailers. Oh, okay. We were a couple minutes late. Um, cause I was banking on, well, they'll have trailers going, so we'll be fine. But here's where, like, here's where it really happened. So we get to the, um, screening where the theater, our, our, our theater number one, I think it was, um, screen number one. And we open the door and I'm like, come on, Harper, we're already a little late. Not really thinking. Yeah. And just like, I stop and I'm like, she's, I just look at her and her eyes were huge. Her body was like in the shock and awe formation. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's never seen a movie theater, Dave. This is part of the movie magic. This is why we love the theater experience. And so I said, David, just shut up. Let her (laughs) enjoy this uh, experience. This is like a one-time thing that she won't remember this one, but you will always remember this one. So so I just kind of let her, you know, from that from that moment, you know, you're what you know, there's always that the door to the theater, you go in and you've got that like hallway part almost. Right. And right. then you get the reveal of the screen as you get closer. Right. Right. So I'm letting her just get that, you know, experience. And I, I think when the movie ended, we we did finally find our seat. No, um, <laughs> we did get there. Um, but like watching her just like she just kept just being so in awe of it all um but our our theater has the recliner seats nice so that was an experience for her too because uh she she was like this is like a big couch and i was like yes but wait and so i did the the seat for this theater screening did not have seat warmers some of them Mm. do old man looking at you yeah. uh, great for lower back pain i'll it's tell you true. that much but it does make you super cozy you're like yeah oh, i'm warm and i want to take a nap um that was my biggest fear i'm not gonna lie because we had watched um a show and the dad fell asleep in the show and the kid ended up running away and going into the mall and the cops were called i was like and scott was like don't do that and i was like i won't i won't but here's the that's the, the parenting dilemma too do i drink a lot of coffee but then i if I pee, she's got to come with me. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. all these things went into it, right? And then, um, but you know, she 
ate her snack. I got her one of those popcorn kits, those kid combos. So it had the tray, little popcorn, and uh, she just watched it, sang a little bit. Um, and and really, it was just awesome. And, uh, you know, when we when I let her have kind of the theater at the end, uh, you know, all everyone left and she ran up and down the, the theater yeah. and was just going the uh, the rows are, are letter A, B, C, D. So she was like, letter B, C. I was like, cool. You know, it was just it was just really fun. Um, and it's something I look forward to again. And it reminded it just like like I said, Harper won't remember that moment. I will. But it started making me think one my first theater moment was like yeah and it was like i think that could you know eric and i will probably do an episode on on first experiences yeah. specific topics like that you know so we'll save that for another time but it was truly movie magic for sure yeah i i could definitely see i because even to this day when you go to bigger theaters yeah you walk up that tight little corridor you really can't see much but then all of a sudden you see that massive screen i can't even I don't know. I can't even comprehend at that age what that must feel like to yeah. see something that she's used to just the TV above your fireplace. Yeah. Like she's not used to something that's which like is big, times. folks. <laughs> which is big. It's huge. No, not that. Um, yeah, it's just so. There's part of me. It's just like I, I, I'm trying to be in the eyes of another um, person that's sitting there w- waiting for Sing Two. That I, I, you see a dad and his young daughter walk in, and for some reason the dad is already crying. <laughs> the movie hasn't even started. <laughs> it's like yeah. what, we're watching Sing Two, man. Why is he crying? <laughs> it just started. <laughs> I've always and I've made jokes since that, like, because Scott was like, "Did Harper did, did Harper like the movie?" I'm like, oh, "You have to ask her." I took her in, and then I went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a blast. Like, have you and Luke? Lucy got into a movie. Uh, she's how old? She's eight. Um, so, so like she's, she's at the point she's remember. She's gonna remember everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the first one I ever saw with my niece Lucy is. Um, I think it might have been the sequel to Frozen. I think it was Frozen too. So she got nice. to pick the movie. We went and uh, we went and saw it. It was the whole family too. Um, so it's like this big gaggle of adults, and then one little like I think six year old maybe at the time was when Frozen two came out. Um, but the funnest one for me was taking her to go see uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, that's and right. that was last fall. That was so much fun. She sat through the whole. Like, she's at that age now where she like can sit through the whole thing. Like yeah. she sat sat through the whole thing, and then I feel like when she uh, the next time she came over to my house. She knew that what the proton pack was. Now she knew Sweet. what all of the Ghostbuster stuff was. You had was. to feel super. Oh good about yeah. That. yeah, I did. Just, just for her to understand and and get like something that I'm passionate about is is very awesome. And even that Christmas, last Christmas, she bought me uh, like the most recent Ghostbusters Afterlife, like Mattel Ecto One with the little oh, figures in it. Yes. So that she's like, and she specifically is like, so we can play Ghostbusters together. And I'm just oh. like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Like, yeah, so like that's pretty amazing. I cannot wait to meet Lucy to undo all the Bill Murray lies you've told her. I, I, I think that'll be special for me. I'm going to take, she's going to have the pressure. I'm like, hey, can I see that? And then I'm going to throw it right into Jaga Lake. <laughs> everyone has messaged me about Jaga Lake. It's huge, man. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. So I look forward to, to continued. Uh, 
movie memories. Gosh, it's been a while since I've had that memory of uh, basically a whole row of family members. Yeah, yeah. In the theater. Gosh, that sounds awesome. But yeah, it's been a long time since that. Yeah, I, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, who knows? I think it's long enough now. It might be close to 20 years. The Jack Black's movie School of Rock, I think yes. it was like 2003, 2004. Yeah. No joke. Like that, I went with my grandparents, my parents, and me and my sister. And we're, you're like 18, 19, like we're grown adults. But there was something about School of Rock that it's just like it was hilarious to have three generations right. of the family <laughs> watching a Jack Black movie. But uh, yeah, that that is always fun when you get the a whole gaggle of your family to go see something together. But yeah. that movie holds up still. And I, I'm not mad. I'm not, you know, well, we already know I, I've stolen things, but I'm not mad about stealing this. We'd get a large po- popcorn and then we'd bring in those little cups or we'd ask for little paper cups mm-hmm. and we'd share. I mean, a large popcorn is the same, you know, price as my mortgage. So like, yes. I don't feel bad <laughs> about doing that, especially if you've got eight to 10 family members in your yeah. row, but you'd always have to send your cup back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. David announces, and you always wonder how many other of your family's oh. grimy little fingers took a piece <laughs> off the top. And by the time you get to it, there's like three kernels left. And yes. you're like, <laughs> there is something about when you buy the large popcorn that you're like, I need to eat every last piece to get my oh, money's worth. <laughs> for sure. To get that refill. Yeah. Like, and you get the refill on the way out, and then you yeah. just take that home. And, uh, let's just go home and watch another movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, I so, love it. So uh, my next question leads us into today's episode. At what age do you think you can uh, expose Harper to RoboCop? <laughs> I think I'm going st- to start her with RoboCop 2 because that's got a lot more drugs and violence. Oh, good idea. Great RoboCop idea. 1 only just had a lot of violence. That's true. Um, so it needs to be more well, well-rounded experience. Yeah, <laughs> I think she turns three in October, so what better way to start it then? You Absolutely. Know? RoboCop yeah. 2, um, <laughs> dead or alive, you're watching this with me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we've talked about movies we watched way too young mm-hmm. robocop even as i watch it now as an adult i go i cringe oh yeah at the violence it's insane it's insane and i go yeah. i should not it makes terminator 2 look like seventh heaven i yeah. don't know you yeah. know what i mean like it's like I just, an animated g movie <laughs> it's so over the top with bullets it and is. guns and yeah. I'm like i don't even remember the language but it's it being bad but it's the it's just so much guns and yeah. violence it is crazy um yeah 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 it's absolutely nuts so that is our topic for today. We're going to talk about our friendly neighborhood cybernetic <laughs> organism police officer. <laughs> so uh, so here we go. RoboCop. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Yeah, it's this is one of those ones that I feel like it is, like you said, so over the top, so crazy. So, like, I've never used the word bombastic, but I'm just like... <laughs> feel like as many like crazy adjectives as you can think of is is robocop and uh yeah i i was trying to rack my brain as to what age i was when i saw this um could you think of when you first saw it david so i'm pausing uh you know just because i had 
toys. I remember having toys and I remember playing video games of RoboCop. RoboCop was huge for me. Yes. So yeah. if I had the toys and I was still a young, I, I, ha, I think I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can't remember what year it came out. Um, it's 87. It's his 35th anniversary. 35th yeah. anniversary, 87. So I was, you were, you were 10 then when it came out? <laughs> You son of a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't born yet. No, I, I I wasn't born yet, but I did probably watch it like at maybe eight, eight, yeah. seven or eight, I feel, because it. I think they wrapped up this like cop in a in a cool looking robotic uniform. So as a kid, it was just, I, I think I totally bypassed all that violence. Yes. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Because I just saw RoboCop. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that's why so many parents... Let this one fly under the radar for their young kids. Yeah. Is the name. I think the name and when you see it, you're like, oh, that's like a kid's movie. Like, I think you just assume that it's a kid's movie. And then I feel like if your parents actually watched it with you, they're like, oh, God, what have I done? Like, I can't believe this isn't, you know, like a PG you know, like you said, like a Terminator sort of experience, like that he's guarding a young child, so he's going to mind his language sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. RoboCop was not that. <laughs> no, but it was it was something different. Like you said, maybe in, in parents' eyes or, or whatever, it's like because he's not <clears throat> like um, Terminator 2, uh, 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 a man, a flesh yeah. that's that's ripped apart. Right. He's a machine. Mm-hmm. It looks less real yeah in our in a kid's eyes well it's just a <laughs> except, for, except for when he you know when murphy gets shot you know they I make up for it they I make up for it in the front end oh murphy lived through that but that's uh <laughs> stay my wife stacy when we were re-watching this she's like man everybody in this movie has a super high pain tolerance and somehow can get shot like 20 times and they're okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've rewatched that Murphy scene so many times because I was like, man, man, there's no way he died that way, and it's that long. Yeah, no, it is. It is it's bad. Yeah. It's brutal. But so yeah, how how old were you when you watched RoboCop? Okay. I am pretty sure, similar to you, I was probably like seven or eight. Seven or eight. Um, yeah. So this, and I would agree with you. I think I probably was exposed to RoboCop through a toy Mm -hmm. um, or just seeing a poster of him um, or seeing people just have a VHS. I mean, it's such a distinct looking VHS cover. I mean, to have him stepping out of the police car, um, I I have in my notes that it's just like, this is one of those retro movies that gets a tip of the hat for the coolest retro font, like that you have such sick font, like Terminator has its own cool type Jurassic Park had its own type. Like RoboCop was just so distinct looking. Yes. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I think I was probably exposed to just like how big the persona and brand of RoboCop was before ever actually putting in the VHS and, and seeing it. But it was, I was definitely under the age of 10. Absolutely. I, I think we need a, I've, as I've got the cover in my head of his foot on the ground, stepping yeah. out of the car, holding the car door. To my left shoulder, I think we need a mashup. I think we need RoboCop stepping out of the DeLorean. Oh, that would be Wouldn't sick. Wouldn't that be sweet? That would be. I, yeah. My wife's a phenomenal illustrator. I'm going to put her on that project ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that would be awesome. Now, as we we're, we're really, you know, it's the you said it's the 35th anniversary for the yeah. first RoboCop movie. I do have to say, though, as a kid, 
they I I watched I think I've remembered just the three the trilogy yeah. I know they made a a newer one like what a couple years ago it's crazy it was I looked it up 2014 it's almost 20 years old itself oh <laughs> that's crazy man yeah. that's crazy it moves so fast <laughs> yeah and that one I will say was not very good no um, it wasn't. I saw it but I didn't care for it and when you change this iconic look of Robocop yeah you lost me right at the get-go like stealth dark like he's he's silver he's yeah, yeah. that was a weird choice for that and he's yeah. meant to look beefier yeah not a yeah, sleek don't slim them down yeah 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 so uh, but i remember one two and three and then i remember an animated show um and then i feel like there was a series there was and i think yeah. it was only like maybe a couple seasons short-lived um, like, right? yeah very short yeah yeah but correct me if i'm wrong peter wellers only did the first one and then he had a money dispute. I don't think he did two and three. I don't. I yeah. I think you're right. I think it is just. A, I was trying to think if he actually held on for the second one, but I don't. I think you're right. I think it is just the first one that he got a yeah. little too big for his metal britches. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I loved two, and I want to say three, but they were just more. Um, over the top, more yes. cartoony, more like villains from other other like superhero movies, almost. Right. Yeah. You know, just yeah. kind of, but these, like the like the villains, the businessmen, the CEOs in the first movie, the villains right. and that were kind of just straight up ruthless and scary. Oh, for sure. Like you they know? were. I feel like they, that's a good point. Ruthless and scary, but I realized I didn't think about this as a kid, but as an adult in a rewatch, you have the RoboCop against. Dick Jones. <laughs> that's the villain's name. Is Dick Jones? Like, that's awesome. oh, I'm just like that's such a boring name. Um, but they were like they were very ruthless. Is a, is a great way to do it, put it. Um, and even um, I can't remember the actor's name. But I will always remember him as Red in the '70s show. He's the, yeah, the dad. dad. Yeah. yeah. So to like see him in a RoboCop, and then I feel like I never saw him again until the '70s show, and right. I'm like, oh god, that's, <laughs> like yeah. this is supposed to be the dad of this show. Like he's so <laughs> intense. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's uh, it, it is interesting compared to the second and the third one because you're right. The second and the third one did have more kind of like super villain esque characters, yeah. and these were yeah just businessmen like taking advantage of. A city um but doing it very yeah like you said ruthlessly it was pretty crazy like I, th I think it was the second one maybe it was the third where the villain becomes a robot himself yes. and puts his face uh -huh. on the screen as a kid I, that was just awesome right 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 um if i gave those a rewatch now i think you know that's probably one of the things as we get older you 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 kind of learn you love and respect the originals more yes um, absolutely so but yeah i i i there, when I was thinking of this uh, topic, what stands out to me was the music. Yes, and we've given a lot of love to music, and I think if you, if you know, just the that when you play that clip, just hearing it, it kind of just gets you so fired up. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, I yes, I want to conquer, I want to succeed the day. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's I love the music. I don't remember who did that score, but it's so good. Yeah, it, it, that's a good point because like I feel like we do we talk about that a lot in, in other episodes, and I feel like it's something that like when you think of Terminator, you can hear it in your head. When you think yeah. of Back to the Future, you can hear it in your head. When I Jurassic thought of Park. Robocop, what? <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah Jurassic Park. Yeah, scores. Yeah. Um, 
But the uh, when you think about RoboCop, before I did a rewatch of it, I couldn't think of the actual tune. But then the second I did the rewatch and they have him suit up for like for the first time and it's driving out of the police department and it's the dun 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 like it is it just has this steady pace to it and intensity to it and I had totally forgot that I'm like oh yeah RoboCop does have its own its own little theme song to it and it's just that little part that just feels cool and there's kind of like clanking metal sounds and stuff like that yeah I dig it probably one of the best to this day reveals of a character, 100%, right? Because we don't yeah. even see RoboCop until at least thirty minutes. I think at least, at least, yeah. Um, and then the it's the police department. And they it's made glimpses. him right. Yeah. yeah, and then he's walking in the hallway, yeah. right? <laughs> and the chief and everyone else is just like, "What is that?" Yeah, and he's he just eight year old David. 34-year-old David, he's still huge in my eyes. Yeah, he's same here. That up. I don't think he worked leg day, but his <laughs> upper body was massive. It was. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, you're right, because like, I feel like they did so much through his like digital vision for yes. like several scenes. Because it was a party. They were celebrating him, yeah, and we never yeah. got to see him. Yeah, yeah. but then you're right. Like when I think it's like the chief is like standing in like the main, uh, like the main area of the police department, and it's like a frosted wavy glass window. And yep. you just hear, dum, 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 and just see him. And everybody's like, what the heck is that thing? Um, yeah, it was quite quite a reveal. And um, I think you and I, I think actually when I visited last fall, um, didn't we watch the movies that made us RoboCop episode? Yeah. That in that one, they referenced that it's just like, because of how big that suit was, <laughs> like they needed a skinny small guy to like fit right. it around um because i think that um i think in that same episode they said that arnold schwarzenegger wanted to play the role but he was so huge already <laughs> to then put a even huger <laughs> like robocop suit it would he wouldn't have fit through doorways right. <laughs> like it would have just been crazy i um, think you need to do robocop's line in arnold's voice let's give it a shot go ahead <laughs> which one dead or alive yeah. or your move yeah. creep uh <laughs> Oh, I can't even do it. Let's, I, I got to channel Arnold. <laughs> you know, you got to do the occasional. Just, Sorry, ah, Mr. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> that sounded horrible. Was that Kermit the Frog? I, for some reason, Kermit is... I, I feel like at the core of every impersonation I do, there is a little through line of Kermit. <laughs> that... Um, okay. Oh, let's see what you, let's see yours. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm RoboCop. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> hi, yeah. Dead or alive, you come with me, creep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? He gets out of the car, does his gun flips so sick, and then, dead or alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um, Mike, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's not a, get down. Go move, creep. I'm now, yeah. It's Put bad, that cookie but... down. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. That's why I love some of the Arnold movies, like Last Action Hero and stuff, yeah. how he just, you know, Stallone is Terminator in that one. It's just crazy that Arnold probably could have been every one of these characters. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. And it, I think that that's what's interesting about this movie. Um, there's so many interesting things about this movie, but Peter Weller is not an action star. Sorry, right. Mr. Weller. Like, it's just he's built like a, a ultra marathon runner. He probably yeah. weighs like 150 pounds and is like six foot four. Like yeah. He's just a beanpole. But he had 
he had the the size height wise to then pack all of that on and just the batman yeah. area the you know just the the lower mouth the chin the lips um and his voice really carried that whole experience that you're just like robocop is larger than life and you forgot about skinny little missing leg day murphy <laughs> you know like <laughs> right. um he he embodied this this larger than life character and that was very impressive like i that he was he was amazing to me as a kid yeah i um I, i'm glad you i'm glad you mentioned the jawline yeah because that's you know the batman look like you said and then in this because the suit's going to do itself. Right. But there was something about the mouth that you're like, it still has to kind of also be chiseled yes. in its own yeah. weird way, right? It can't be um, not perfect, but also not unique. It's got to right. be almost a standard um, jawline. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah. and it's an interesting creative choice for them, too, because if they would have like put like a full helmet on him and made him just look like a full robot... You wouldn't have connected with that this is a person in, as a robot, you know? So that just that yeah. little bit gave you the human side of, of RoboCop. And I think that's why, too, we liked it as kids, and maybe that's another reason why like, we were able to watch it. There was a humanized yeah. element to this, you know, especially when he has his memories as, you know, he in the, in the movie he starts cycling back and thinks of his family and stuff like that. I think you're right. Like, it wasn't just a... a a cyborg like in terminator the first one yeah there was no hook or connection to us growing up but no. t2 you and i have talked about wanting to be that kid yeah i'd love yeah. to be robocop sidekick you know mm -hmm. something like that because he was real it was yeah. real he had emotions um here's an interesting thing that i actually found online that like you mentioned how bulky and huge the suit was so even that on peter weller <laughs> apparently the suit was too big and not very flexible that when they filmed him in the car, he's just wearing the torso and the helmet. So he's straight up Donald Duck in it. <laughs> like he's just oh. and even if you think about it, when he hops out of the car, they never show him fully hop out of the car because he would look ridiculous. Like it, right. he couldn't bend like that. So you would see a leg stamp out on the ground. And apparently that's Peter Weller just wearing a single leg of the Robocop suit. <laughs> So you got big old skinny Peter Well and then this giant robotic leg that comes out. And then that's why the very next scene, he's always standing next to an open car door. Is that they couldn't like they couldn't. could you just imagine seeing, you know, Robocop flopping out stiff, stiff as a board, three other set guys picking him up off the ground, like it kind of ruins it. <laughs> yeah. It, that they've been playing those things online where it's like the scene and then the scene without CGI. Yeah. And that yeah. that reminds like, well, I don't want to watch that. Because I already know it's not real, right. you know. I don't yeah. want uh, RoboCop. We need three of these other police officers to go with you. Why? Uh, to get you out of the car, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like it, uh, I don't want that. Um, when I, it's great, you brought up his his legs too, because I want to talk about toys. Because, um, like you said, those were memories we had. So I had. They did not go cheap on these toys in no. the sense of the way they were made. Like. They were they were very detailed. Yeah. When I rewatched this movie, his kneecaps, his elbows, they have these like detail to them in the movie, and the toys had that same yeah. bendable parts. And then I remember having ones that you could remove the chest plate, put yeah. a different chest plate on, things like that, a different helmet. That I remember as a kid, a lot of our toys, they didn't become 
their elbows and knees weren't bendable for until years later. Right. And when they were, they were kind of like not that great range of motion either. No. This had pretty cool, you know, range of motion, but the, but the detail was still there in the bendable parts of the toy. Does yeah. that make sense? Sometimes yeah. those parts were just kind of molded and yes. uh, yeah. not detailed at all. And I feel like they did a good job with, because there was a couple different lines that made RoboCop figures. They did a great job with like the silver chrome paint, mm-hmm. like that it legit looked like RoboCop. And yes. you're right. I remember having one that you swapped out the chest plate and the helmet, that it was a clean version and a battle damage version. Yes. Which is yeah. super cool and rare, I feel like, for figures at that era to give right. you like... Like, if you think about it, it's like, wouldn't you rather, as a toy company, have the kid buy a clean and battle-damaged figure as opposed to you get the two-in-one? So it's just yeah. like, they're giving us a bargain. <laughs> but uh, Those are I, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> now you just have to get the... You have to steal those pieces separately. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I'm curious if you remember this particular toy because it's it's an older old man one. It's when RoboCop first came out. One of the first toys that they released was RoboCop and he had this little kind of like snap lever on his back. And did you ever have the toy pistols as a kid that had like the roll of paper that had little pieces of like, um, ex- not explosive, but like caps? Yeah. That like would make the smacking noise and you'd smell the burning and In stuff. In the red rings? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. It, it, there was red ring ones and then there was ones that was like paper. This particular RoboCop one, you'd put that roll of snapping paper into its back. Oh. And you'd literally, when you held onto it, you'd flick the little <laughs> lever and it would sound like he was shooting. Like it would give that oh. like popping explosive noise. That's it pretty sick. It was so sick. It was yeah. so sick, yeah. Do you think... You're you're great at finding things, um, eBay and whatnot. Do you think you could find a complete one of those with the paper and all that? Do you think that would hold? That's held up over the years. Do you know who you're talking to? I have one <laughs> in my watch list right now on eBay. <laughs> um, the only way you find complete ones is ones that were never removed from the package. So you have to like spend a decent chunk of money on it. Oh my god! But gosh. it's just when I found it online, it's exactly what I remember getting for like a birthday or something. Where it's it's RoboCop, and then I think it came with two little rolls of the cap paper. Okay. Um, but I I even specifically remember the commercial that just showed the little kid just like snapping the back of it, and there's like puffs of smoke <laughs> coming out of RoboCop, and it's just so insane. <laughs> like it was, I feel like toys back then had like you said detail, unlike modern toys. Like they're yeah. so insanely different. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I didn't have that one. I'm sure I had other line. You know, that's another thing with RoboCop. It's kind of an interesting. Um, we talked about this too with like Batman, Terminator. They made toys of that character that was never in the movie. Right. Yeah. But when there's how many John Connors do you want to buy? Yeah. You know what I mean? You only want Terminator. You only want RoboCop. So, you know, I'm sure there's (laughs) plumber RoboCop out there. (laughs) Plumber claw. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, like that was that was because you didn't. What was his partner's name? I can't remember her name. She was cool, too, though. Uh, He always called her Lewis. I had to look up. It was Ann Lewis was his partner's name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wasn't buying Ann Lewis. I wasn't buying Dick Jones. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I might have had the counterpart, though, the villain, whether it was that um, robotic toy, um, toy, robotic, you know, counterpart. He always had to fight. The Ed Ed 209. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nerd alert. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing here, you know, I don't, I don't know the real name. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I feel like even with that, it's just like, yeah, you have RoboCop versus Dick Jones and Ed 209. <laughs> like, it's yeah. such a weird name. It is. Yeah. So, you know, I just probably had a lot of RoboCops. I had a lot of those um, little, the pistols that you could take in and out of his hand. Yeah. Um, I never had one, though, that had the, I'm, I don't know if they ever made one where if you press the thigh. It did that little pop out. I don't think you so. You know, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. It would but. have been. I feel like that's just even more more parts to lose as a kid. <laughs> that's like true. You lose the gun, you lose both doors to the leg, and then he just <laughs> has this like open leg. But that it's it, that was one of the many things uh, on top of just like the suit and how huge and uh, just intense and larger than life that RoboCop was in that reveal. When they first showed him put away that gun into oh. his hip i was just like oh my god that is the coolest thing ever like that was so neat like un- like it's like combining an old wild west movie yes this cool futuristic thing that it's like wait he stores that in his leg like that's so sick like it was so cool yeah his own holster yeah and then that spin move and honestly that's one of my favorite movie uh, guns weapons yeah. it's yeah. just so cool you and i had this conversation you and i play fortnite um we're probably ranked <laughs> um <laughs> last um <laughs> that's <but> true <laughs> you and i were like we we bought the robocop like the it, it was all of a sudden in the item store and oh, we're like, yeah. instant buy and instant. they've done other pieces they've done terminator the exoskeleton they've done alien and they've almost like primed those robocop was just there and we're like yeah. okay but we were both like no there's no um, um animation for the pistol coming out yeah. of his leg it was and like disappointing. And there was no pistol. No. Yeah. Even as a back bling or something, right? Yeah. Because it's one of the coolest weapons. Yes. Yeah. That separated him from just other. Because it's all he used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. He did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good point. Like that was like um, that that is his most iconic thing. Like he, I feel like the combination of. You know, when he says dead or alive, come with me, it's he's holding that massive pistol at the <laughs> yes. same time. Like, and and I feel like for them to even make it, 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 especially in the first movie, you have the reveal of him and then he's revealed to like the whole lineup of cops in yeah. the shooting range because yes. his gun's like firing like six shots every time he pulls the trigger. And you see that, that black fist yeah. holding the, and it looks massive. Yeah. Like, yeah. like stone crushing massive hand yes. and then that gun like you said it's it's big too and everyone uh lewis the partner and they're all just looking down the line you know like what what's what is that yeah yeah it's, they when you this movie needs more credit when it comes to reveals of oh a, for sure of just this character yeah because it still gives me goosebumps just thinking of that um and then you get that almost like um like a training montage of his you know, it's the it's the gas station scene. Oh yeah, where he saves some, and there's a woman with a bunch of thugs, and and he saves her. <laughs> She's yeah. the guy in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you know, um, it, just these these great scenes that you're like, yes, yeah. more, more. Yeah. You know, it's that's great. And then yeah. it's also this movie was also a little um, scary. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like when he kind of has his, his freakouts in a sense. Yeah. And his, his little flashbacks. Or his glitches. Yeah. yeah, his glitches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, you're right. Like I feel like those moments where, yeah, he, especially in the beginning 
when he's still struggling with being Murphy and trying to be RoboCop and he's like re replaying his death in his mind over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, that was a very crazy, uh, part of it. And I feel like it was a good way to kind of keep him humanized through, throughout it too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I just, I feel like there was so much of this movie that just, I, I was realizing even on top of it with the different names of the villains too, you have OCP, which I had to look up <laughs> what it was. Apparently it's Omni Consumer Products, which also is a very non-threatening, lame-sounding <laughs> name. Um, they weren't great at naming the villains yeah. in this movie, apparently. Um, but I, 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 this was not something I noticed as a, ki a kid, but as an adult re-watching it, there's a part in the movie where the Dick Jones character is giving a speech. And he says that uh, OCP, it like always prides itself in venturing into new business entities. He says, healthcare, prisons, space exploration, and now law enforcement. Okay. Amazon has two of the four. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Are we heading towards an Amazon, uh, you know, overthrow? And what, if Amazon did get to that point, what would Jeff Bezos name his RoboCop? I have a good name for it. I'm curious if you can think of one on the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see i i can't go ahead optimus prime. <laughs> <laughs> prime there you go i feel like he would just buy the rights of optimus Opti prime it yeah. fits with prime shipping uh and it would be it'll be patrolling our streets in 90 days from now <laughs> yeah and he's not gonna just buy the rights he'll just, i'm just gonna buy transformers just <laughs> yes. all of it i just want that name though and yeah you know oh that's great i mean they already have the robotic mail carrier thing oh yeah and the drones and all that oh now i'm like oh no <laughs> um, well and i think that that's what's interesting about this movie is that there's a lot of satire in it like yeah. that they're really poking fun at not only the news like there's so many yeah. i forgot and like as a kid you didn't pay attention to how many times it cuts to like news anchors talking right and the whole the movie starts with news anchors talking um but even that it's so <laughs> kind of satirical like how it is today where it's just like they sit there and they talk about all of these horrific things and then two seconds later they talk about something that's just like stupid and meaningless yeah. and you're just like that is kind of <laughs> what the news is today yeah um, yeah and that's what it was then too i mean yes. the news was so i am um, i think of um batman um there's a that's how the stories were shared right through the yeah. news and you watched the five o'clock news you watched for some reason the the two the news at seven then the news at 10 like i was like I don't, it's much changing but like you know <laughs> the news was on right yeah yeah and then these these movies from the 80s and 90s those were kind of the audience's way of moving this they moved the story along for us yeah. in some way these, yeah these anchors who anchors the the newscasters um they were uh just pivotal yeah in, in yeah in in, in um, 80s and 90s kind of media back then and now everyone's their own here you and i uh are doing a podcast someone else has a youtube you know what i mean yeah like, we it's become different. our own media yeah. yeah 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 you know um but i i do i have to go back real quick just to give peter weller some credit because you talked about how it, that seeing him replaying stuff in his head again just the way he humanized it, we talked a lot of, too about how actors, they don't have to say anything. Right, yeah. And he didn't even have his whole face. No. But when he's re-watching the 
when he the guy um, at the gas station is like, I remember you. We killed you. And he yeah. later on re- finds him on the screen, matches it with him, then finds the other thugs that go with that guy. And mm-hmm. you almost it's almost heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. Because yeah. you start to realize he had a life. Right. And all of a sudden now he's this. Yeah. And she, it's just, you know, not, it's just, it's just incredible. This movie had so much violence, but yet also a lot of emotion and, um, yeah. you know, human humanity to it. I should, maybe, no, yeah. you're, you're right. Like, and I think, um, that's a good point that like, that is some, some insane credit to give Peter Weller because, um, to act without your eyes being mm-hmm. visible is insane. Like that's impressive yeah. that he's just doing it with body movements and mouth and just mouth movement and that's it. Um, and it, now that I think about it, that makes sense why in kind of like the final 15 to 20 minutes of the movie, he takes his helmet off. Like that you yeah. get to see his full his full face and everything, which I he do remember. He it. Yeah, <laughs> he vatered it. <laughs> Copyright and I'm taking that one. 26 episodes were off the air because David <laughs> referenced <laughs> <laughs> Something from Disney. Here comes the subpoena. Uh, cease and desist. Um, but uh, no, like, um, yeah, like I do remember. Were you when I was a kid and he took his helmet off? It scared the crap out of me. Oh, like it yeah. terrified me for sure. It's still I have the that image still. Uh, the skin didn't even look like skin, and it did. And then yeah. the, the robotic part of his scalp and all that yeah Yeah, terrifying and i feel like it was like partially stretched over the robotic part and then i was just like like yeah yeah it really freaked me freaked me out a ton as a kid um but i yeah i do i i 100 agree with you that peter weller should get a lot of credit for it and i would have been curious that if he wouldn't have uh gotten a little too cocky if the second and third ones would would have been different um and uh, um but at the same time i do like that the second and third ones felt a little more like they were doubling down on oh kids kids have these action figures yeah we need to make sure this appeals to kids so let's make funny parts let's you know all that sort of stuff yeah i love how you mentioned yeah it's hard to do without your eyes and i agree it's hard to do when they only had half his mouth right we're giving all this credit to peter weller and then the Mandalorian's like, hold my beer, you know, because he does it, and you don't see this, any of his shape. This is the way. <laughs> it's like it's just, just like so well done. But yeah, I can just hear Peter Weller going in talks for RoboCop two and three. Like this went, this did really well. I'm gonna make a lot of money. One caveat though, I don't want to wear the suit. You know, like you know, like it has to have been uncomfortable. And like you said, well, in this scene, you can only have the leg on, and then we're gonna do yeah. this, and then we're gonna do that. It's like. You know, something that good, it'd be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to keep doing that. Right. You well, know? and it makes me, cu- I thought about this during my most recent rewatch that you have the movie magic of the booming thumps of him walking. What do you think it actually sounded like? Squeak. Yeah, squeaking and popping and crunching. <laughs> just plastic on plastic. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe that was wrong with the 2014 one. It, he, was, he made no sound. He was like a Prius. No <laughs> one wants that. They want the, you know. <laughs> yeah, we went RoboCop to hear him a mile away. We don't want him to sneak up on us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here's a... as as. <laughs> it's funny what movies make us think of now in our in our daily life. You know, I have a, 
a month old, <laughs> and now at some point, my month or she'll yeah, as she gets older, she'll be eating the same food that RoboCop eats to feel <laughs> <No>. himself. <laughs> Tastes like baby food, and he just keeps eating it. I was like, oh gosh. And this is funny. Is like I totally when we did the was it the first retro fight night that we did RoboCop versus the T eight hundred? Yeah, I totally forgot that not only did he need to charge every twenty four hours, but he needs to eat baby food. <laughs> Like, uh, I feel like that you lose automatically that if you're this big domineering figure, like, could you imagine Terminator needing to eat baby food? (laughs) They're in mid fight. Uh, I need a snack. What do you say? (laughs) I need a snack. (laughs) I've got some Gerbers. (laughs) That'll do. That'll do. Hold on, creep. (laughs) Oh, my God. What if the Gerbers came out of his leg like... (laughs) And then he flipped it around a little baby spoon. And then it, oh, this has to happen. <laughs> if this was in the 2014 one, I would have enjoyed it a lot more, I think. <laughs> so that makes sense. Like what? In the third one, when he gets a jet pack, it really was just a camel pack of baby food. <laughs> I, would, I had so many toys from the third one. You're right. I had jet pack RoboCop. Yeah. I had uh, it was all it's all marketing stuff. Right? Oh, for sure. It, yeah. made, it just always makes me think of, we talked about toys and the Ninja Turtles and just there was Pizza Truck, Surfer Dude, Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. stuff I never saw. But as a kid, if you saw it, you had to have it because it was what the, what you love, that base of it. Oh, yeah. it's Robocop base. I need every one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that I think that you're right that the only other things that they had is, yeah, you would get the different iterations of the RoboCop toys. And I do remember they had a RoboCop police car, like a companion car that you can yeah. put them in. Um, and I think they made some weird secondary equipment that RoboCop could ride in that was like a tank-looking thing that, that weren't in the <laughs> movies. But I, I'm glad you're right that they didn't do, you know, like Hawaiian surfer RoboCop. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't just really put a doesn't Tommy work. Bahama shirt over his metal <laughs> chest plate. Like, you could just put it on him. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, Even man. us as kids, we knew it was a lie because it's just like, he's gonna rust. You get him near salt water, he's finished. <laughs> Wait, so he also needs to be sprayed down. With... Okay, RoboCop might have been a bad idea in the long run. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, if we do Tommy Bahama Robocop, though, I don't want him in shorts. I just no. still want his metal legs and just, <laughs> just the shirt. I don't know. Uh, it would be quite hilarious to have a sun hat, his helmet, yeah. his chest plate, a Hawaiian shirt, and then you have Murphy's legs. <laughs> you just have these tiny, pale human chicken legs. Like that'd be a very funny action figure. <laughs> and, and let's be honest, though, he's gonna need sunscreen around his mouth. He is. So yeah. you know, he'll have the white sunscreen around his mouth. Oh, poor. Yeah, that'd poor be a h- hilarious God. tan line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Takes his helmet off, and he still just has it's just like quite lower. right. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Well, and I I, I realized too that um the uh the ed 209 character you know i feel like there wasn't much of a fight that he could put up with when all his ultimate nemesis was a flight of stairs <laughs> <laughs> they did not design these things these things well uh, they made them look cool yes they yeah. did look cool i will say like we talked about before um in the video games in the movies in the toys for some of our major uh, action stars, mm-hmm. figures, whatever, they did spend a lot of time. Yes. that final 
like whatever iteration, mm-hmm. they nailed it. Yeah, especially with RoboCop. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I. Yeah, I 100% agree with it. Like they, I looked up online to see if I could find any information about like the budget of just the suit, and they did say that they that it was estimated between five hundred thousand to one point five million dollars. Oh, that my was gosh. the range from different people who worked on the the suit. Um, but they made seven of them apparently because like it was so fragile. And like they would have different ones where it's just like, okay, here's just the torso and the helmet while he drives the car. Here's a, a the battle damaged one after Ed 209 and the whole police force shoots him like 600 times. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's <just> crazy. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, they made a ton of them. And it um, even to this day, I was impressed rewatching it, you know, thinking about these movies being made in the 80s on a square format TV that is like standard definition, nowhere near high definition, right. you could get away with a lot of things not being fully detailed, but watching it in like 4K, like it's still really impressive. Like there yeah. are some parts that you can tell that it's like his whole neck and chin is rubber. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not metal, like it's straight up painted rubber. Um, <laughs> but it still looks legit. It yeah. still looks super cool. It's not just like silver. It has kind of that like pearlescent, like bluish purples in it, in right. the silver. Um, so yeah, it, I do appreciate all the kind of uh, the the movie magic crew for spending the time to, like when you see RoboCop, it is an iconic, it's part of just the retro nostalgia history is like RoboCop is so iconic. Like in that the money and time they spent was well worth it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now, anyone who watches the YouTube, they know and see Eric's collection. So this is, I got to ask E, like, have you ever had a, a figure like your Iron Man there, like a RoboCop or a helmet like you've got at the Mando? So just the RoboCop seven, or have you ever had the sidearm, the pistol? In your, I, in your collection, I have looked at both. That I've looked at like having his his sidearm, uh, and that there is a, a collectibles company that made one like a couple decades ago that comes like in a shadow box that looks super cool. Oh. But just recently, over the past couple of years, there was a company that made a um, a bust like how Iron Man is there. So Sick. it's just his torso and his helmet, and I think you get his shoulders too. Okay. Um, I would love, I'd love to have one, but as you can tell, any of the YouTube views, as you can tell, it's like I've maxed out, yeah. <laughs> like wall space and floor space in here. So it's like I've, I've reached a point. It's just like, oh, I can't sell Iron Man. I can't no, sell no, Han Solo no, no. and Carbonite. Like, where do I put right. this thing? But uh, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine having a life size. Robocop. It'd be amazing. It would yeah. just be so insane. I feel like I would just look at it every day. Like, that oh would yeah, just be like. This is absolutely insane. Like it, it's just because I've seen they do have a life size T T eight hundred endoskeleton oh that I would love to have at some point <laughs> in the future too. Could um, you imagine the detail on that? Oh, it's nuts! It's yeah, yeah it's absolutely crazy. Um, so yeah, I couldn't imagine it on on the on the RoboCop, but it does. It makes you wonder. It kind of makes you wonder uh, where all of that stuff ended up because you would think <laughs> it might be a little cheesy. 
But you would think that like the Robocop helmet or like his pistol or something would like be in the Smithsonian, like the entertainment <laughs> section of the Smithsonian. <laughs> like in the uh, section where something. it's kids movies that kids watch way too young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is. It, oh, the crows uh, in there. Yeah. Yeah. All those, the traumatizer uh, youth wing is right over here. <laughs> <laughs> See, but, I want the the sidearm with his hand holding it because I uh, like you talked about in the shooting range. Just that that grip around the the sidearm, you know, it just looks so cool. But I I think that talking about movie magic and credit to these these characters, they really could have went cheap in some yes. of the areas of these molds of right. them, right? And like you said, they they spared no expense, five hundred to a thousand to a million dollars. That's yeah. Like there's there's so many little features that I notice now. Yeah. That could have just been a, just an ugly piece of metal or plastic. Yeah, yeah. With no detail on it. Absolutely. But those little extra parts of detail in the in the mold of RoboCop, like you said, it would make you want to stare at it for hours. Right. Because it's you kind of can't look away from it. Yeah. It's the shine of it, the color of it, the detail, yeah. the mass of that of him. Yeah. Right. It's it's just kind of, and I think that's what was cool. When every thug saw him, yeah, they were yeah. like, "Oh, I messed. I've done messed up." Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, he was intimidating. He was a, but he he was a protector. Yeah, but yeah, like you don't. I don't even understand why anyone would want to try and mess with him. And yeah, I, seriously, you know, yeah. yeah. Other than the fact, I guess until he didn't get it, because didn't is it the second one that he gets a motorcycle? Yeah, motorcycle at some point. I think, I think so. so. He gets like a motorcycle and then a jetpack in the third one. I guess in the first one, it's like there's not much of a foot chase going on. But then again, he did just shoot people on a whim. <laughs> so like, he just eliminated foot chases altogether, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, uh, I, I agree with you. There, I, I appreciate in these types of movies that it could have, especially with a name like RoboCop, this movie could be a movie that we're doing an episode about the worst B-rated, like low budget, horrible sci-fi movie. And it's become popular because of how just horrendous it was. Yeah. It had the ability to go that way. But oh, just like the extra layers, like you were saying, of the the design of the suit, um, casting Peter Weller, who was able to, like, <laughs> it's just... I think we, he also needs credit for the fact that he moved very robotic, that it must yes. have been ridiculous on set. Like yeah. to be the, like the Ann Lewis, like, and other characters, to sit there without the sounds of the robotic hydraulics and the thumping, to see him move like that had to be so dumb. But they, <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. I couldn't imagine how just ridiculous it was. But like, it, with all the movie magic combined, you were convinced that that was a robot. Yeah, like that that absolutely. was not Murph like Murphy is a human that that's a robot like it yeah. was very impressive yeah do you, do you ever think too like I think of Batman when he's like I want to be able to turn my head yeah or turn my neck or you know it's like I don't know I kind of like stiff Batman and mm -hmm. now it's dawned on me the characters we love were stiff massive yeah things yeah whether it was arnold or whether it was robocop like we're used to robotic stiff moving powerhouses yeah you know yeah. um thank gosh for music and and movie magic right because without yeah. those scenes yeah you're right they're so dumb or super lame or just <laughs> yeah. like uh yeah and i think you know it just we have a love for 80s and 90s for a reason 
we could have been talking about a movie that failed, mm-hmm. a B-rated whatever. Clearly, it did not. Clearly, we love RoboCop is robot. It's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. Twenty fourteen. That yeah. is a failed movie. It is that didn't yeah. work. And yeah. it's like when the old man yelling at the moon here, but like how come he didn't learn? Like yeah. how did how did. uh, whatever 35 minus 7 is years later like (laughs) you know how did that one fail like how did you fail you should have gotten better it should have and, if, but I if, think that speaks to us in the, yes. while we're doing this pod because we feel like the 80s and 90s were the best. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think that that's the issue of, especially with a couple episodes with us doing um, episodes ago with doing Top Gun uh, Maverick. Mm. That worked. That's true. Because, Mr. Cruz can yeah. do no wrong. That's true. <laughs> that like you you didn't, it didn't forget its nostalgic roots. Yeah. Ro- 2014 Robocop forgot its nostalgic roots. Like yeah. totally erased them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Totally erased it and went down a whole new path. And weirdly, I feel like it it had casting in it that was like I was kind of curious about when it first when the trailers first came out. I was yeah. like, oh, these are kind of cool choices. But I feel like the second I saw that they were just making him like stealthy and sleek and this like just they ditched the full silver, just yeah. like I said, bombastic nature, larger than life nature. They just ditched it all. And it's like, I don't want to watch. A, yeah, I don't want to watch. If I want like Snake a, Eyes, I'll watch G.I. Yeah, Joe. great point. You know, I don't want, great that's point. not RoboCop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I that, like that actor. I don't remember who, who the, uh, his name, but he's in, uh, uh, oh, not Justice League, the opposite Suicide of Justice, Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. him. He's in other great things too. But again, they did too much to RoboCop that didn't make you care about the human side of that character or the RoboCop side of that character. Absolutely. So, yeah. 100%. Nothing to watch. No. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely nothing to watch. And it, uh, I'll be curious to see because I feel like, uh, like I said before, with it being almost, you know, we're eight, 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 nine years from that movie already. I'm curious if they'll ever reboot uh, RoboCop again um, mm. because I do feel like it is an, like I said, it's part of retro nostalgic history and that when you see RoboCop, you know what it is. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing is that 2014 one forgot is that the, the 80s one is based on this like uh, post-apocalyptic dystopian future yeah. of Detroit. Right. You can do that exact same tone again because it's this still futuristic fake, um, you know, timeline essentially. You know, I feel like it feels like it's... You know, RoboCop feels like it's kind of like Biff's timeline in Back to the Future too. Like it's just like the world, <laughs> yes. like it really stinks, like yes. and crime ridden and stuff. Um, but uh, I think if they repeated that again, oh my gosh, that's two Back to the Future references with RoboCop. This has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it totally does. Like I, I but I, I am curious. Like, do you think that they'd ever uh, att- attempt to do it again? I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll always give it a chance. Yeah. Right. I, 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 unfortunately, yeah, it's my own fault. Like I've seen all the Terminators. Yeah. You yeah. know, and once at least, You've right. Seen I'm both not of gonna... them? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> we, we've agreed that those don't exist on this podcast That's anymore, true. David. That's true. <laughs> I've seen all of them. All two. <laughs> hey, two of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'll, I'll always give it a try, but you know, I feel like another great thing, yes, I feel like the tone can be accomplished, and I think 
the the movie the batman really showed me that it can still be done these these characters need lived in societies yes yeah. gotham made it felt real and it felt 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 real again and i felt like <clears throat> sometimes like in the nolan movies the the gotham and all that didn't seem like like I was used to. I'm not saying those those movies are fantastic, but right. I don't know. Like, and then same with those. It wasn't Chris O'Donnell's Gotham. <laughs> my wife, <laughs> me say, this is giving you. Yeah, my wife was. I was like, oh look, here's Robin, Chris O'Donnell. She goes, who's that? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Where's the divorce papers? <laughs> so I've, I've been turned having... your mother and your wife against you. <laughs> you <laughs> Mission did accomplished. This <laughs> it only took 26 episodes. <laughs> So I'm having Harper use that mug now, and I'm teaching her, you know, this is the way. But, you know, if, if they, I mean, yeah, if they do a reboot, just make the city lived in so that it gives yeah. these these characters something real to play in as well. Like, I don't want, I just, it all has to look authentic and, and right. um, believable because we know that the movie's not, that's that's a great thing about movie magic too. We're wa- we know we're watching a movie, but somehow if we can get lost in it. Yeah. Then you're good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, that's that's a great point. And I think it's a great comparison between like Batman and Gotham that I feel like a lot of the Batman movies that weren't great abandoned the that kind of lived in city like you were talking about. Yeah. And that um, I think that that was a, a through line in this original RoboCop as well that like you understood that like this this new like kind of dystopian Detroit was gross and crime ridden and, and like was like you understood the tone that it's just like oh it it needs RoboCop to rescue totally. the day Great and sa- yeah. same with Batman it's just like um I agree with you like in the Chris Nolan ones it felt very different but it was dark and you understood that it's just like oh that is his, that is Batman's core is protecting Gotham and if right. you're not invested in why Gotham needs protected then the movie is pointless like you're like you said it's totally totally pointless um so yeah i i would be i'd be i'm on board like you said as well but if it goes into the vein of of 2014 it would just be it'd be super disappointing but it ha- yeah go back to the old suit go back to what made older movies great use some use one leg at a time robocop yeah. you know yeah like not don't cgi don't don't, CGI. don't phone it in yeah yeah you know um for, for for anyone you know listening to this if you haven't seen these movies um you know i don't know if we even gave any spoilers today so uh and if we have too bad it's <laughs> like 35 years old <laughs> um but uh definitely start i would i, I would actually watch the trilogy yeah, you know, for uh, sure. the third one gets a little like I think we reference he has a jetpack and all this and that. Um, right, you know it gets there, but they're 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 still fun. Um, I don't think in this in this regard, young David would say two, one, three. Yeah. Now I would say one, two, three. Yeah. What would you say? I, I I would agree with you. I feel like younger me would have been. I might have even been three, two, one. <laughs> like I just <laughs> yeah, felt like sure. it was so, no, it was so over the top in the third one, and it uh, related to it more. But I, I agree with you as an adult. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just watch it in order. Like it's a one, two, three is a great way, is a great way to do it, and just steer. I feel like steer clear of the TV show. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like yeah. it really. It's like it, it misses that essence of it as well. Um, but yeah, one, two, and three. If you've never seen it before, uh, 
it is, I feel like even with watching it with my wife recently, she's just like, this movie is crazy. It's <laughs> like, so but crazy. It's like you say it with a smile on your face. You're just yeah. like, this is crazy. Like, it, um, and I think that that's why, uh, you know, 35 years later, we're talking about it, you know? Yeah. And I think so many other people, like you don't celebrate the anniversary of a movie, like, and sell merchandise of a 35th anniversary unless it impacts a lot of people. Um, so I think we're definitely not alone in that for sure. No, I agree. I agree. I'm, I know I said Harper at, at three, but man, <laughs> maybe if I just fast forward through all the shooting scenes, she'll watch two minutes of the Robocop. <laughs> Yeah. You'll get him saying your move creep. Uh, like maybe his baby food reference. <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, and at the very end, when he says, what's your name, son? Murphy. Movie over. Credits roll. Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Love RoboCop. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And until the next time you see us or hear us, be sure to live your life with just a little bit of whimsy. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to Bygone Geek. Please rate and review our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Bygone Geek. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. <laughs>